Okay, AZ&T, Big Mike. We got Sarah Nurse coming on right now. Hey, I'm Sarah Nurse, and I'm coming on I Only Touch Greatness podcast. <laughs> Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. I only touch greatness podcast. Forward number 20, Sarah Nurse. Only Touch Greatness podcast with Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. Okay, AT&T, Big Mike. Sarah Nurse coming on right now. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you very much for taking your time today and coming on for our podcast. We appreciate it. You look nice tonight. Oh, thank you. It's actually past my bedtime, so I'm about to take the face off after I watch the leaf game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, we got it on the background here. Yeah, perfect. So I can watch I'm looking at you. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, we're just going to ask you a bunch of questions about hockey. Uh, what made you get into hockey in the first place? I got into hockey because I skated for about a year. And I think it's probably like one of the most unique movements out there. And I mean, being a skater, like the only natural thing was to either play hockey or do figure skating and my parents weren't putting me in figure skating so hockey was the way to go and as I kind of grew up I was good at it and so I kind of uh, When you first started did you end up playing with boys and then turn over to women's after that or? I did yeah I did That was such a fun tournament. Yeah, you were on my friend from work, Amy's hockey team that day. Yeah, yeah that was such a fun tournament. That was like the, I think that was the first time I'd ever been to Vancouver. Oh, really? And yeah. I, caught you, I caught you walking in carrying all those sticks. I tried, I, I wanted to pick up your <laughs> sticks, but I was too shell-shocked. I just only got a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, did you play any other sports growing up? I did. I did like a little bit of everything. Um, I think like I see all these kids that are like sports specialization. And if I would have played hockey, like all the way through um, 12 months a year, like there's no way that I would have stuck with it just because it's too much. 
And so I pretty much played everything. I did soccer, I did basketball, volleyball, uh, played football, ran track and field. And so, yeah, I liked, I just like playing sports and playing games. Like I'm like, I'm a gamer for sure. Like <laughs> I definitely love being competitive. And that definitely explains your family genes. Yeah, I mean, what an athletic family you got there with uh, your bro Isaac, obviously just finishing up in the OHL. Uh, cousin Darnell playing for the Oilers, cousin Kia Nurse, a star in the WNBA, and uh, Uncle Donovan McNabb, NFL superstar, and uh, obviously your dad, lacrosse player who played for Canada. That's pretty impressive. Uh, that's impressive that you got all that right, actually. Usually I have to make a couple corrections. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was awesome growing up with, like, such a big sports family. You have different experiences to pull from, um, always somebody to talk to. Um, and then there are other people that like don't know your sport at all, which is awesome too, because they're not trying to criticize you or give you any pointers or anything. So yeah, I think it, it just helped us compete with each other against each other. And we kind of all grew up with that same mentality. So I think that's all, that's why we've all been pretty successful. Gives you the competitive edge. Definitely. That's what I think. <laughs> Who was your favorite sports hero growing up in any sport? In any sport? I really liked uh Jerome McGinley obviously playing hockey he was definitely somebody that I looked up to Jerome McGinley Matt Sundin um as I got older definitely Venus and Serena Williams were like all-stars um but yeah that's about it not too many females just because I didn't see many of them but uh we're trying to change that for sure who would you say you mirror your game after you try and play like oh that's a good question I don't know like I feel like me as a player, like I look at like skilled guys out there. Like I look at like Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews and I'm like, Oh, like I want to be like that, but I don't think that I actually am. <laughs> um, I think that I, I've been told a couple times that I play like Bergeron. Okay. I in that, so that my game and his game are kind of similar, similar. So, I mean, that's a pretty big compliment. So I'll take it. <laughs> well, well, your leaf just scored right now. <laughs> I know. I just saw back yeah. up by two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, go-to Selly? Go-to Selly. I'm actually a terrible Selly, or I guess like absolutely brutal. I'm just like hands in the air, like yes. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like so shocked that it went in the net that I'm like, oh my goodness, that actually went in the net. No, I'm not a very good Sellyer, and my friends chirp me about it for sure. <laughs> Do you have any have pregame meals or rituals? Hmm. I have. Um. I don't have superstitions. I more have like things that I do before every game. So like, I guess I'm pretty ritualistic. Like I always get ready for games. Like I have like my full game day outfit, my game day makeup, everything like that. Um, when we get to the rink, we play some spike ball. Uh, I do like my left skate before my right skate. Uh, I do like similar handshakes with different teammates of mine. And so it's pretty habitual, I guess. There you go. We like to hear those kind of stories. We've seen a few weird ones over all the interviews we've done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had one kid uh, that puts his... Uh, but he's a superstar. going to be a superstar. Yeah, he is going to be a superstar, but he puts his uh, right leg pad on his left and his left on his right. And he's played like that, that since he was a kid, so he still does it. That has to be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite sports movie? Favorite sports movie? I mean, like, classic Mighty Ducks. Oh, Yeah. yeah right? Like just, just absolutely classic. Like how can you not love D2? 
And, you know, I like that there are girls on that team too. Like that was cool growing up and like not seeing just the boys on the ice, but also like the girls and like the boys standing up for them and them excelling. And so that's a classic hockey movie. (laughs) Absolutely. I love D2, D3 kind of dropped it a little bit, but the D1 D1 and D2 are good. When they go to college, it kind of dropped the ball a little bit. I hear there's a new one coming out too. They were just recording out in Abbotsford like in the last six months or so. Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. I know, I know. Maybe like all grown up or like, yeah, I, don't, like, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. The, the Charlie Conway is probably the coach now. Like, it has like, to be. Yeah. Like, and Gordon Bombay. Yeah. in D2. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gordon Bombay is probably the old guy that comes back around. And, and yeah. Or the other way around, they got their new team taken over for true. the Mighty Ducks. Like, true, true. Like the Hawks. Let's get on to something better than that. Do you have any uh, pump-up music or go-to music you listen to before the games? Um, I'm more of like, I like music that I can like sing along to. So I'm not like headbanger, like EDM or anything like dance hall, anything like that. Like I like things that I can just sing along to. So like if there's Beyonce rocking in the room, I'm cool with that. If Rihanna's playing, I'm cool with that. Like I just like to sing along and have a good time. Do you have a personal highlight or low light? For my career? Yeah, yeah. probably. Hmm, I mean, like, obviously going to the Olympics was amazing. Um, so that whole experience was awesome. I think I remember like my first time on the ice at the Olympics, we were doing warmups for our first game. And one of my teammates just looked at me and was like, as if we actually made it to the Olympics kind of thing. Um, just because everybody's journey is so different. And it was like, who would have ever thought that we'd make it here. So definitely going to the Olympics. Um, but also like there were so many times that I wasn't chosen for teams that I was like cut from team Canada. Like the first time I ever tried out for team Canada when I was, 16 like I was cut and so like I was like oh god this is the end of the world I'm never gonna play hockey again um but you know it was just one setback one little failure and good things come out of those and and it's how you learn and how you grow and so that was definitely kind of a low point in my career but it it turned out to be okay no and you definitely you take that moment when you've taken the loss and make it a positive is the best part of taking that definitely Definitely. You're obviously lucky enough to wear the Maple Leaf and represent Canada on numerous occasions, um, specifically at the Olympics in 2018, uh, where you won silver. What was that feeling like? It was so cool. Like just being there was obviously something that I wanted to do for years and years and years. And so actually getting to be there, um, sharing it with my teammates, some of my best friends, and also having my family come out was pretty special um, because obviously they've done so much for me, sacrificed as much if not more than I had to to kind of get there so it was a pretty special feeling and I mean coming home with an Olympic medal like not everybody gets to go to the Olympics let alone get a medal so once I came home and I saw how proud everybody was of us and and what we accomplished it was pretty incredible and it was definitely all worth it oh yeah we love uh sitting on the couch and cheering you guys on that's for sure anyway I know you see what's happening on the tv you see what kind of beard uh, Elliot Freeman's got going on lately oh yeah he's looking grizzled (laughs) (laughs) he has to add five pounds to him at least oh yeah (laughs) he looks like COVID (laughs) yeah oh man um did you ever get to play with the goat Haley Wickenheiser and uh what did you learn from her on and off the ice I didn't actually get to play with her um I did maybe like one or two tryout camps with her Um, but she, after 2014 was kind of when I hit the scene and that was when she was done. So I didn't have too much on ice experience with her, but I mean, off the ice, she's such an incredible leader. I think, you know, not only in the hockey world, but you see what she's done with, you know, the COVID and the pandemic and how she's been a leader across Canada. And I think it's pretty incredible. 
and a lot of people can definitely learn from her. So, I mean, leadership, when you got it, you got it. And I think it transcends from sports and into life and, and she's definitely got it. We've had on a couple of your other teammates in uh, Haley Irwin, Rebecca Johnson, Brianne Jenner, Jamie Lee Rattray. They're all a bunch of beauties. <laughs> yeah, we had fun. Then it's awesome. Then we've seen how far the game has gone. And then over the last 15 years, you watch how much people has happened. It's almost like the whole national Canadians women's team has that Wickenheiser stamp on it. It's just like they she set the bar so high too. Absolutely. I mean, like she'd been on the team for a couple, like two decades, I think. Yeah. At least, right? Like she started playing on the team and she was like 15. So she's definitely had a huge impact on our entire program. And I mean, our program has been allowed around, like she's been around just as long as our program yeah. pretty much. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much exactly what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking back to your first goal in the Olympics, if you can remember it and do you still have the puck? I do have the puck. Um, where it is, I'm not sure. We have like a shelf with like all our special pucks and our awards and achievements. So I, I bet it's there. Um, but yeah, that goal, it, it was kind of funny because we were coming towards the end of a shift. Like we'd probably been on the ice for 20 seconds. And like for us at that time, like we we're at the fourth line, like that was the end of our shift. <laughs> and so I remember we crossed the red line and I had the puck and I heard my coach yelling, change, change, change. And so I was like, I got to get this puck in on net, get a whistle and we got to get off the ice. And so I stepped across the blue line, took a couple strides and just shot. And I saw the puck come out of the back of the net and I was like, no way did that actually just go in. Yeah. And I just heard everybody like the place erupted and the bench erupted. And I was like, holy, like I actually just scored a goal in the Olympic. <laughs> so it was, it was definitely a cool moment. Absolutely. I couldn't imagine it. Um, obviously uh, CWHL is gone now and uh, there's a little news on the national women's hockey league. Is that happening, or are you guys playing in that, or what, what's, what's going on with women's hockey right now? Are you talking about the NWHL? Yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm a part of the PWHPA, which is the Professional Women's Hockey Association, and basically what we want to do is, after the CWHL folded, we want better than what is available in women's hockey right now. Um, there's no true professional league. Nobody's compensated professionally. There's no infrastructure, resources, um, staff in place that can provide us a professional setting like an NHL or a WNBA. And so that's what we ultimately want um, for ourselves and for the future of the game. Um, the NWHL is kind of up and running. Um, I mean, I've never played in that league. I don't. I don't have any affiliation with the league, but they have teams um, across North America and I mean, they're providing females a chance to play hockey. And we think that's great. We want women to have opportunities to play hockey, but ultimately we want to create a true professional environment that we believe that our sport deserves. And I think you do. I, uh, I definitely do agree with that. And you guys should be paid well too. I mean, it's not fair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Very- for sure. Mm-hmm. Because the women's hockey is just as good. You guys are just going to There's not anything that is anything different. I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. No, I, uh, I do. <laughs> what was it like uh, playing and being involved in the NHL All-Star game? And what did you enjoy the most? That was like such an amazing experience. Um, we 
were all so excited to be a part of it. And it was pretty cool just because for the last few years, they had brought the women in obviously in a different capacity and it was only a few of them. So they bring them in, they demonstrate the skills and that would kind of be it. Um, but for us and with the CWHL folding, uh, the NHL honestly was gracious enough to give us the platform that we needed, um, especially last year, because we didn't have an opportunity to show our game to a ton of people on a big stage like that. And so for the 20 of us to get to go into the NHL All-Star Weekend and be a part of that whole thing was amazing. Like I remember when we stepped out onto the ice and they announced like the Eastern Conference All-Stars, the Western Conference, and then they announced like your women's All-Stars. And they said, these are your 2020 NHL All-Stars. And it was like, these are like all of the best players in the world, male and female who are on this ice right now. And that was probably the coolest moment because we were rec being recognized with the men in something that hasn't been done before. So that whole weekend was just absolutely amazing. Uh, we got to participate in a bunch of cool events, uh, obviously got to meet the all-star guys. Um, and yeah, like we, we met a ton of cool people, you know, Gary Bettman spoke to us. We got to speak with Kim Davis, Susan Kohig. And so we got to meet a lot of great people who, who definitely want to see us succeed. Yeah. And it obviously helped beating the U S too. <laughs> Absolutely. I think there was a lot of pride on the line for that one. And it's funny, we shared a dressing room and as the, it got closer to the game, like we started being a little less friendly and a little more divided. Uh, we were pretty <laughs> good throughout the weekend with each other, but as soon as like we were ready to go for the game and then right after the game, when we won, you could tell like we, we were trying to celebrate and they looked a little crusty over there. So it was nice to get that win for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's what Rebecca was saying as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the crowd too, obviously we we're in St. Louis. And so, the crowd was definitely on their side. And every time we get a goal, I would go silent in the room. And yeah, so it was nice to get that win on their home soil. <laughs> I loved watching that. It made the All-Star game way better, to be honest. It's way yeah. better. That's what everybody one, said. <laughs> the best All-Star game they've had in 20 years, I would say. Mm -hmm. Or more. Maybe yeah. since Olin Nolan pointed and, and it, it scored the goal. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Olin Nolan. <laughs> Uh, what's your favorite NHL team and how do you feel about them going back and the whole bubble situation? Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously growing up in the GTA, like I'm a Toronto, I'm a Leafs fan for sure. Um, I definitely like that, you know, they have that young talent They're They're on the up and up. They definitely have to clean up a little bit of the D zone, but I definitely think they have a ton of talent, ton of firepower and, if any year the Leafs are going to win, like, why wouldn't it be 2020? Um, but That's the what we're saying, too. That's what we're saying in Vancouver. In <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver. Honestly, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Vancouver versus the Leafs in the finals. <laughs> hey, hey, that would be awesome because then a Canadian yeah. team's going to win for the first time exactly. since 93. <laughs> exactly. So you heard it here first. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, no, I think the bubble is awesome. I mean – you heard today, I think that they had no cases, uh, yeah. positive cases, which is awesome. And I, I didn't expect anything less. Um, I think the hockey guys are really, really taking it seriously. And the NHL is doing absolutely everything in their power to make health and safety at the forefront. And I think the bubble is great. You know, it has sports back for us. And so I definitely wish that we could be in a bubble, but yeah. I'm happy that we get to watch other people play in a bubble. <laughs> Absolutely. What do you think uh, Seattle getting a team and being named the Kraken? I think it's incredible. Um, I think Seattle is going to be like a leader in the NHL in a lot of ways um, for social impact, for social justice. 
for a whole bunch of things that they're doing in Seattle right now. Um, I, I think it's pretty awesome. And I think a lot more things are going to come from that franchise. That's really, really exciting. Um, the Kraken, I think, is a sweet name. Like, I, yeah. I've never heard anything like that. And so I think it's pretty sweet. The colors are absolutely, like, out of this world. And yeah, so, man, I like I it. Yeah, I may be like a Seattle Kraken fan <laughs> by 2021. <laughs> it's, all, it's only a two-hour drive from Vancouver, so that's our new rival. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what's the best – what do you think makes a captain? Pardon? What, what do you think makes a good captain? I think somebody who is a leader both on and off the ice, who knows when to speak up but also knows when to lead by example. Um, I think there's, there's definitely a balance. Uh, I think a good leader has to be humble, but at the same time, they, you do have to have a little bit of a swag. You do have to have that little bit of an ego because, you know, you need to know that you're the leader. And at the end of the day, like, it's almost your responsibility to help guide your teammates and, and the people that you're leading. And so I definitely think there are a bunch of different qualities um, that make up a leader. And all leaders really do lead differently. So it's not about forcing yourself to try to be a leader. It's, it's using what works for you. How do you tape your stick and what color tape? Black tape all day. I actually, last year, it's funny. I was in like a rut, a slump. And so I just like changed my tape to white. I was just like, you know what, whatever, like I'm bored. It's the middle of the game. Somebody gave me some tape and I'll tape my stick white. And every single person noticed, like I, <laughs> everybody noticed, like I did a face off against Pooh. And she was like, why is your stick tape white? And I was like, why is everybody so concerned with my stick tape? And so I think it threw people off their game and I started scoring with it. Um, but no, I'm definitely a black tape girl. And then I'm not too picky about my tape jobs, honestly. Like my dad taped my stick until I went to college because like I cannot be bothered with it. It's like a necessary evil and I wish that I didn't have to do it. Hey, do you have a favorite road barn or dream arena to play in? Or the best one you've ever had? Uh-huh. In university, uh, I went to the University of Wisconsin, and so obviously that's my favorite rink to play in, uh, the Lebon Arena. But my favorite road arena is actually, what's it called? The Ralph, I think it's called, in North Dakota. Okay. It's like it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Like they have like granite and marble like in the rink, like it's it's stunning. But it was always like the rink that I played the best at. Like I got four goals against them one game. Like I was always like lights out when we played against North Dakota. So I'm gonna have to say that rink. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's pretty <laughs> definitely want to go with that one. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Sarah, we can't uh, thank you enough for taking your time for us today and coming on our show. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries, guys. Thank you. Thank you so hey, much, Sarah. We really appreciate it. And no thank you for thank you for taking the time. We appreciate it. Give us a couple weeks and we'll uh, have that edited for you. Sounds good. And your uh, your agent's an amazing dude. So thank you very much. Uh, yeah, he is the best. He's the best to work with. So I'm pumped. <laughs> hey, thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Go Canucks.